بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وجدتها وقومها يسجدون للشمس من دون الله وزين لهم الشيطان أعمالهم فصدهم عن السبيل فهم لا يهتدون I found her and her people prostrating to the sun instead of Allah for Satan has made their deeds appealing to them hindering them from the right way and leaving them unguided. Have you ever heard the tweets of a bird? In the story of Prophet Sulaiman we are given a glimpse into the way these creatures think and speak, translated to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Its chirping would not have been dissimilar to the tweets at the start of the podcast, yet they are completely inaccessible to us. How strange it is to think these tweets carry sophisticated language and meaning within them, yet to us sound nothing more than a few simple sounds. This characteristic is not unique to birds either. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declares, تُسَبِّحُ لَهُ السَّمَاوَاتُ السَّبْعُ وَالْأَرْضُ وَمَنْ فِيهِنْ وَإِنْ مِنْ شَيْءٍ إِلَّا يُسَبِّحُ بِحَمْدِهِ وَلَكِنْ لَا تَفْقَهُونَ تَسْبِيحَهُمْ إِنَّهُ كَانَ حَلِيمًا غَفُورًا The seven heavens, the earth, and all those in them glorify him. There is not a single thing that does not glorify his praises but you simply do not comprehend their glorification. He is indeed most forbearing or forgiving. Everything around us speaks. We just simply do not have the tools to access it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not say we cannot hear them, tasma'un. He deliberately selects the word comprehend, tafqahun, pointing out our inability to understand them. In fact, the word of negation selected is la, not lan, i.e. it negates the ability to understand them currently, but not the possibility of it ever happening. Indeed, the miracle to communicate with animals, whilst gifted to Prophet Sulaiman was not unique to him. Our beloved Prophet had countless incidents of creatures speaking to him throughout his prophethood. He was once approached by a bird complaining that its eggs had been stolen beseeching him to find and return them to her. Camels came complaining of their workload. Wolves guided people towards him. And lizards bore testimony before everyone that he was the messenger of God. Even inanimate objects would speak and interact with him. Umar ibn al-Khattab, may Allah be pleased with him, narrates, I heard the messenger of Allah say, I know a stone in Mecca that used to greet me before I was sent as a prophet, and I still recognize it now. In fact, it's known that some companions were gifted moments to hear and speak with them too. The story of the companions hearing the weeping tree stump is well known, but there are other incidents too, such as the supplicating stones in the hands of the companions, the quake of the Mount of Uhud as the companions stood upon it, and its settling down as the Messenger spoke to it, and the testimony of a tree in the middle of the desert, as a disbeliever challenged the Prophet ﷺ to bring forward a witness to his message. One companion, Safina, famously commanded a lion to guide their way through the desert after being shipwrecked on the coast. 
Even stranger is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at times grants non-believers this miracle. Qadi Ayyad narrates several incidents of animals speaking to some of the greatest enemies of Islam, such as Abu Jahl, calling them to believe in the Prophet At the end of times, the Qur'an describes how a beast will rise from the earth to speak to us about him. وَإِذَا وَقَعَ الْقَوْلُ عَلَيْهِمْ أَخْرَجْنَا لَهُمْ دَابَّةً مِّنَ الْأَرْضِ تُكَلِّمُهُمْ أَنَّ النَّاسَ كَانُوا بِآيَاتِنَا لَا يُوقِنُونَ And when the decree of the hour comes to pass against them, we will bring forth for them a beast from the earth, telling them that the people had no sure faith in our revelations. So why mention all this? Number one, we often forget to contextualize the verses we read, and nothing captures this more than the realization that the words we are reciting are in fact the tweet of a bird. Knowing the context gives many more layers of reflection to a verse, something we will see in many podcasts to come, inshallah. Number two, humble yourself. There is so much around us we do not know, yet we have the arrogance to claim we know it all. Everything in the universe is praising God, yet because they cannot understand them, they claim no God exists. Number three, these animals see us, understand us, and will witness against us. They know that God exists, and they are shocked when humans go against the grain and disbelieve or disobey. Next time we sin, find a place where no object created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is present then realize how futile it is to try and hide from him. Number four. Across the Qur'an, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states people do not comprehend, it is not stating they cannot do so. Our inability to comprehend the language of animals does not negate the possibility of doing so. Understanding comes through study, and we may reach a point when we could understand what they are saying too. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Number five, in the previous verses, Prophet Suleiman is said to have heard the communication of the ants. Even if he understood their language, how can he possibly have heard the speech of an animal so small, particularly amidst the commotion of the marching army? Perhaps communication amongst these animals is not simply through speech, but through another mechanism granted to them which we have no access to. Or perhaps he was given super hearing. Allah knows best. Number six. Finally, if the communication of animals carries so many meanings that we are closed off to, how is it then for the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? If we are curious to understand the animals or speak to jinn, why do we not endeavor to understand God's words? This Quran has endless layers of meaning within it, and we have the gift of intellect to explore it. We should not be satisfied to simply revel in the beauty of its recitation without understanding it. We have the ability to learn it, comprehend it, and communicate with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through it.